0: Hello, everyone. This is Ade. Thank you so much for joining me. And welcome back to Five Tree Christmas podcast. Today, I'll be talking a bit about something that surprised me. So I'm usually a Hallmark girl. I spend a lot of my time on Hallmark Channel and Hallmark Movies and Mysteries. But this year, I've tried to spend a lot more time watching Lifetime Movies and getting a variety of films from a variety of platforms. One of the things that I found is that Lifetime might just be the greatest Christmas network of them all. Stick around to hear why I think that might be. So today, again, I'll be talking a little bit about why I think Lifetime is winning the Christmas content race. First, let's all acknowledge that in the last couple of years, there has been a staggering increase in the amount of content for Christmas that there is to consume. So I knew it was a lot, but then I looked up the numbers and I was actually pretty shocked at kind of the recent growth in the amount of content. So in 2017, Hallmark released 24 new original films. In 2018, they were up to 37, and this year, 2019, they're up to 40 new Christmas movies across their two networks, um, Hallmark Movies and Mysteries, and of course, the Hallmark Channel. Lifetime, on the other hand, has seen even more staggering growth. In 2017, they only released six new movies. 2018, they released 14 new movies, and in 2019, they're up to 28 new movies, so they doubled the amount of movies they produced year over year. And this is not even counting the new content coming from streaming services like Netflix and Disney Plus, which gave us Noel this year. And then even network TV is getting into the game as ABC released their new movie, same time next Christmas. And so it seems like there is just so much content to consume. And it got me thinking, what channel is doing something really interesting and innovative? And After this year spending so much time in movies, I'm up to kind of 55 movies right now, I've come to the conclusion that Lifetime is really doing some really interesting and cool and innovative things that are worth mentioning, worth talking about. I've spent a lot of time thinking about this and talking to friends about it and reading about it, honestly. And I've really narrowed it down to kind of five big buckets of things that I think Lifetime is really getting right that makes them a network that's truly actually worthy of our time first up just to get it out of the way i don't think it's a super important thing but it's definitely worth mentioning mentioning lifetime seems to have a slightly higher production value on all of their movies and what this means is better sets better cgi snow better props better all-around world building um, to give us Uh, more of a reason to believe in the story that they're telling. Um, Not to say that we don't believe in the hallmark stories that are being told because the sets are poorly done or because we see the same sets over and over. It's just to say that perhaps because they make less movies, perhaps they just spend a higher budget average per movie, but the higher production value does do something. It's visible. You can see it. it It's almost tangible and it's worth mentioning. The second thing that I've noticed about Lifetime movies that they're doing really well is getting the star power. And maybe this is a function of what we just talked about, right? About that higher production value, the fact that they're able to spend more money per movie, or at least it seems that way from the other side. Um, you know, there's always a Maury sister, you know, one of the Tia or Tamara Maury always on uh, the, the Lifetime's Christmas lineup. Melissa Joan Hart, is becoming a regular and she is a good one she is a solid pinch hitter for lifetime her movies are always great christmas reservations this year um the the one with the uh, nutcracker last year funny solid love melissa joan hart um there's also kind of been the the uh blooming of the one tree hill cast on lifetime um i was more of an oc girl myself but the one tree hill Uh, cast on Lifetime movies is nothing to sniff at. And, and frankly, they've been kind of becoming more integrated throughout the last couple of years. But this year in particular, almost the entire cast of One Tree Hill was in some movie or other on Lifetime this year, save Chad Michael Murray, of course, he is now a Hallmark hunk. And there have been several other big stars, people like Kelly Rowland and Ashanti, big names that can bring in, uh, you know, name recognition, people like Tatiana Ali, Tony Braxton, Mario Lopez, Barry Watson, Vanessa Lachey, Donald Faison was in a, one of my favorites, um, A Snow Globe Christmas, and Tia Sakar of, of The Good Place fame. Um, so a lot of great stars are coming to Lifetime, and I think that's by, not by accident. Um, you also notice uh, something I'll talk about later, that many of these are stars of color. I will say that Hallmark did get Adam Greiner and Rachel Lee Cook this year, and they do have some other bigger names, um, and that is good. I mean, it seems like, you know, they're able to spend more money on a few select films uh, across Hallmark, um, but the regulars tend to be better and tend to outshine their stars, whereas I would say at Lifetime, um, their stars are really good. They, they really hold uh, their weight in this genre. The third thing that I would say that Lifetime is really doing a great job of is having chemistry between their lead actors. In the Lifetime movies that I have watched this year, more often than not, the chemistry between the leads is turned up to 100. And and that is really impressive given that we're you know watching so many of these over and over. I've watched 55 love stories this year. It's close to. And... I when I'm impressed by a love story, it's because you know it can be for a lot of reasons, but on Lifetime, I'm very impressed with their turned up to one hundred um, chemistry. I would say that Hallmark gets it right sometimes. Marion Bright is a great example of really good chemistry between Andrew Walker and Jodie Sweetin, but that is more rare than than usual. And on Lifetime. Their chemistry is always very good. So that's something they're getting right. I don't know if it's just better acting or better paired um, actors, but there's something really good happening over at the Lifetime Studios with regards to casting actors who have a really good rapport and chemistry together. Next up is something that I could spend an entire episode on, and I th- and I think I will later, whether it's this year or in a future season, um, we're going to talk a lot about racial diversity and diversity, broadly speaking, in the cheesy Christmas movie genre. Lifetime is the channel where if you want diversity and not just in name, but in real act, you come to see the movies at Lifetime. They have racial diversity in a way that it exists in the real world. It exists in my life. Um, It's not just side characters. It is often lead characters taking the lead in a romance plot um, in ways that we don't see happening on other channels or from other platforms. The other thing that I would add to that, and it's kind of a corollary, is that interracial couples are incredibly um increasingly and incredibly common on the lifetime channel just this year and this is just the ones that come to the top of my mind There are interracial couples in Christmas Reservations, Christmas 9 to 5 with Tia Sakar, No Time Like Christmas, Forever Christmas, Christmas in Louisiana, A Very Vintage Christmas, and Rediscovering Christmas. And those are just the ones at the top of my mind and just the year 2019. And so that's really impressive. There's something really amazing happening at Lifetime that they're recognizing the desire of people like me, an African-American woman, wanting to see our lives reflected back to us, not just myself, not just Black women on the screen, but the world around me is full of people of many shapes, colors, and sizes. Um, There's also been size diversity, Um, not just, you know, incredibly thin women, on the screen, but women of all shapes and sizes, um, which I really appreciate. Still yet to see men of all shapes and sizes and that's something we hope, I I can hope at least, that'll happen in the future. Um, But for right now, Lifetime is doing an incredibly great job with racial diversity and interracial couples. I'll also add that there have been a couple movies that I've seen this year that feature interfaith couples. Um, Mistletoe Menorahs is a new one in 2019 um, that's about a Jewish guy and a a woman who celebrates christmas she doesn't seem to be particularly religious but um she does celebrate christmas and they're learning about each other's faiths or learning about each other's traditions is is better said and then similarly you know 11 years ago in 2008 lifetime released the movie called will you marry me which i reviewed a while back and um that movie also featured uh, an interfaith couple, a Christian young man and a Jewish young lady, um, and their families are meeting and and learning, you know, to, to how to navigate that world of interfaith uh, relationships. Finally, I'll add that the diversity extends into having same sex couples on in their movies. Now, none of them have been the leads, um, but in both Christmas in Louisiana and Twinkle All the Way, um, the male leads' brother. Uh, was a gay man who was married. Um, And so that was a really kind of a pleasant surprise to see on the screen, Um, to see all the different ways that diversity is making itself known at Lifetime. I'm very impressed because um, there's a real danger when all these movies look exactly the same. I look sometimes at my Instagram reviews and I look at just the pictures and you see kind of the the sea of sameness. And it's really important um, for people like me and for kids who come after me that they see themselves in these movies um and that other people see us in these movies you know that that we're seeing the world that as it as it is and not just as um a certain group of people um on the screen so it's been really exciting to see diversity in the lifetime lineup in a way that ha- it doesn't exist on hallmark it doesn't exist on netflix so much um and it doesn't exist uh, kind of anywhere else it's really exciting Finally, the fifth thing that I've noticed that Lifetime is doing an incredible job at this year is not as um, maybe impactful as the last one that I talked about. It's not as impactful as diversity, but it is really fascinating and I'm very excited by it. Lifetime is doing a universe building exercise this year. Um, so before I go to what, to what Lifetime is doing, I'll say that Hallmark um, has series, right? They have Christmas in Graceland, Christmas in Evergreen, and Godwin Christmas as series. Netflix has also done a series, right? The a Christmas Prince franchise, uh, which I talked about in my last episode, is something that I love and really excites me. Um, We know that there is a sequel coming out to Princess Switch and there's a sequel coming out to Christmas Chronicles also very exciting, they'll be out next year. However, um, there hasn't been a real investment in universe building in the way that we see it in Avengers, a theme that crosses across all of the movies that we see. And Lifetime has it this year. If you've noticed, if you've watched even two Lifetime movies that are new this year, you will see that Winter Storm Megan is a winter storm that takes the country, the United States by storm, literally by storm and um, grounds flights all across um, our different protagonist movies. It's very exciting to see this kind of, it's just a small thing, but a thread of, of, building the same world. All of our characters are experiencing the same Christmas. Um, and it's really fun and it's, it's just a nice little touch. You wait for it in every movie. Where are you going to see it? How's it going to come? How's it going to affect our characters? It's really exciting. Um, in Christmas reservations, people get snowed in, in Christmas in Louisiana, his brother comes to visit instead of going on a cruise because they can't travel. It's really exciting to see the way that they're doing something new and exciting. Um, that hasn't been done before in the Christmas space. And I really applaud uh, Lifetime for making that leap and and really delighting their viewers with Winter Storm Megan. Um, So give that a lookout if you are watching a couple Lifetime movies this year. So I'll round this episode out by just saying that I don't think... Of my assessment of these isn't about a competition between the channels about Netflix, you know, or Lifetime or Hallmark winning. It's about you know what are what is it that, what are the messages that we are getting out of these movies? How are they affecting us? You know, it, it is all fun and games in some ways. It's all about Christmas spirit, but it's also about you know, reflecting our world to us and reflecting our Christmas to us. Um, I have friends that are Jewish. I have friends that are gay. I have friends who are grouches about Christmas. I have friends who are from small towns. I have friends who are from the big city, friends who work in publishing, friends who are photographers. And so when we see ourselves on screen, it's something that gets really exciting. Right, um, I, my friend who was a photographer really resonated with the with the movie um, that was about you know a picture perfect Christmas from Hallmark, which has come up on a couple different episodes. Um, a friend who is a cook and a baker, my you know Steffi and Nicole, who were. Um, guests on the podcast they both talked about the different things that were funny or ridiculous or really resonated with them about how their professions and interests were represented on the screen and I think the same thing goes for race the same thing goes for um, you know interfaith couples. The same thing goes for same-sex couples. Um, The same thing goes for seeing really great chemistry on screen. It's really exciting to see the things that Lifetime is doing this year. Um, It has been developing over the last couple of years. And I'm excited to see where it goes. And I know that the pressure is on networks like Hallmark and platforms like Netflix and Disney Plus to really keep up. And I think that's exciting. They're keeping, you know, checks and balances. They're keeping each other honest and keeping each other progressing forward. Um, And so I'm excited for what 2019 has left to bring but I'm even more excited to see with all the pressure that's coming from Lifetime doing such a great job with diversity and Winter Storm Megan, Noel coming out on Disney Plus, Klaus coming out on Netflix and you know the Christmas Print franchise blowing up. There's so much exciting stuff to be seen and to come out of this um, and so while I think Lifetime is winning right now I don't think they can stay stagnant. There's more work to be done in these movies, even on Lifetime. And I'm excited to see where all of these platforms go. So that is it for my discussion about why I think Lifetime might just be the best Christmas movie network of 2019. I really hope you enjoyed this discussion and if you have anything to add, please feel free to let me know on any of my platforms. If you'd like to see my movie discussions, my reviews, you can find them on my Instagram at 5 tree Christmas or on Facebook also at 5 tree Christmas. If you'd like to email me any questions or comments, feel free to do so at 5 tree Christmas at gmail.com. Thank you so much for joining me for this discussion. I hope you're having a wonderful day and a great Christmas season. And here's to the next review.